Welcome to Call to Action, a School Sisters of Notre Dame Central Pacific Province podcast. During the second season of Call to Action, I will be joined by my co-host, Sister Anna Marie Reha, who is currently serving on the Central Pacific Province Provincial Council. Together, we will be exploring the Shalom topic, gospel nonviolence, and just peace. Each episode, we will discuss the meaning of gospel nonviolence and just peace, along with the corporate stance, which was established by the School Sisters of Notre Dame in order to continue to pursue just peace and invite lay colleagues and friends to join them. We look forward to exploring this topic together. Welcome back to Call to Action, an SSND Central Pacific podcast. I am joined by my co-host, Sister Anna Marie Reha. Sister Anna Marie, thank you for joining me today. It's great to be here with you again, Caitlin. You know, I am really enjoying these conversations. And today, I think we have a wonderful guest who is a school sister of Notre Dame associate. Yes, I look forward to the conversation with Ann Vidakovich. But first, I want to make sure we cover anything you might have been thinking about or reflecting on in relationship to our season's topic, Gospel, Nonviolence, and Just Peace. Do you have anything you might want to share, Sister Anna-Marie? Sure, I would love to. Um, You know, over the past several years, the Leadership Conference of Women Religious, which is commonly known as LCWR, has been focusing on the intersection of racism, migration, and climate change. In fact, there is a series of monthly conversations uh, that can be found online at the website Exploring Intersections. And I I believe we could probably put that um, link to that website on our website so you can easily reach it. But I've been thinking about how you can connect dots, um, not literally, but connecting dots locally, nationally, and globally between war, violence, poverty, racism, environmental destruction, migration, that these really are not separate realities, that they are often interrelated dimensions of a growing global crisis, a global crisis of violence and injustice. It's just another reminder um, why we need mainstream nonviolence and that we really need to stop environmental destruction and end poverty and abolish war because those are highly influencing some of the violence that's taking place, um, again, at all three levels, locally, nationally, and globally. That is very powerful and a tall order. I know. And at the same time, making headways on any one of these monumental challenges requires making headway on all of them because they are interconnected. So I'm sorry, I don't mean to to make this overwhelming. And yet we do know that small steps, as long as we keep moving forward, are powerful. So Caitlin, what have you been thinking about Well, as you know, Sister Anna-Marie, I am always seeming to reflect on my daughters. With four of them, they seem to occupy everything I do and think about. The latest thought and conversation I had with my second oldest was about reusing and recycling. She was learning about it in preschool, and I shared with her that we have to do what we can to reuse and recycle. 
I explained the reason we switched from using plastic straws to using reusable ones was to help the earth. I have to laugh because my father-in-law shared with me later that week that when he took my oldest two to get fast food, my second oldest told him, don't get straws. We have to save the earth by using rewashable straws, which we have at home. My father-in-law told me this and was very impressed that we talked about recycling and reusing. He also respected her wishes. So this just goes to show that children learn and retain such important information. We just have to continue to have the conversations and if we are lucky, the message will spread, just like the conversations we are having about gospel nonviolence and just peace. Thank you, Caitlin, for sharing one of those small but important and significant steps and actions. Yeah, I agree. Through and and I see it through your children. Um, we need to we we see a step forward and toward taking care of our environment and our common home. That really gives me hope. Um, the other thing I, I thought of when yes, you were speaking are the words of the Gospel of Matthew, where it says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they are children of God. So your children are learning at a very early age to be peacemakers, or as we say on this podcast, artisans of peace. I like that a lot. I do promise to continue to teach them. So let's begin with Anne. Anne, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, uh, Caitlin and Sister Anna Marie. It's great to be here. And can you share a little bit about yourself? Sure. I'm a social worker and licensed therapist. I currently work at Children's Medical Center in Plano, Texas. I work nights in the emergency room, primarily with children who are suicidal or have experienced trauma of some sort. Whoa, that is an, a, a challenging occupation, but very important. Thank you. And how did you meet the School Sisters of Notre Dame? Um, well, actually, um, my mother taught with the School Sisters of Notre Dame in Metairie, Louisiana, at St. Philip Neri. Um, my sister, my brothers, and I attended school there. And then I entered the order in 1980. Um, I left in 88, but... I've always felt drawn to the SSND charism, uh, specifically as it relates to educating with a world vision and enabling others to reach the fullness of their potential. And you are our first SSND associate joining us in these conversations. Could you share a bit about what an associate is and how to become an SSND associate? As you have shared, you joined the order and left, but your passion and love for the charism remained. Right. Um, it always has. And as an associate, I think we feel like we are people that are called to live the SSND charism, to continue to spread the vision of Blessed Teresa. The way I see it, we're called to continue the mission of Blessed Teresa by extending the charism in our everyday lives. And then we gather together for prayer, sharing mutual enrichment between sisters and associates on a regular basis. Thank you, Anne, and we're, we're grateful and, and, and privileged that you have chosen to be uh, an associate with the School Sisters. So how do you, you personally as an associate, live out the SSND charism? Well, like I said, I work the emergency room nights, and I work trauma and a lot of suicidal ideation, kids with suicidal ideation. And as I walk from my office to the emergency room, I bring the sisters and associates who have passed on with me um, because I feel so overwhelmed um, that I know I can't do this alone. I have to be guided through God and through our charism. And so I just often every day ask that 
they lead and guide me in what I say and do. So I just have a certain area where I, as I'm walking, I know that right when I hit that area, I'm thinking of um, a lot of the sisters that have influenced me and um, given me healing and comfort and empathy. And I ask them to be with me. That is wonderful and very powerful. Um, So as you know, the theme for this season is gospel nonviolence and just peace. Can you share what that means to you? Sure, I would love to. Um, I believe gospel nonviolence and just peace is ministering to a global community one person at a time. And I see it as if my mind is open and my heart is open and I can provide a presence so others feel heard and validated, forgiven, um, that that is a way to live gospel nonviolence and just peace. To me, it's very important because throughout history, I feel like our United States has romanticized and glamorized war. And I want people to see and romanticize and glamorize just peace and nonviolence. I could not agree more. We have talked a lot about this during this season of Called to Action and how important it is to step back and understand that war is not the answer. Right. Um, I feel like, you know, we live in a society that has become increasingly violent, especially due to social media. And um, unfortunately, we've taught people to blame others for personal and world issues versus looking at ourselves individually and collectively um, to identify those parts of the problem where we need to hold ourselves individually and collectively accountable. That's a good way to put it. Unfortunately, we do not always take responsibility for our own actions or, at times, our lack of action. In addition, regrettably, we are in a society that has taught us to retaliate when there is a perceived offense or to return violence for violence. So thank you for saying that about the importance of taking individual responsibility. Right. And you have read the SSND corporate stance. Could you share with us a phrase or a commitment that speaks to you and your life? Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, One of the phrases that I find that I work with and try and live as much as I can is cultivating my own inner peace by developing self-respect and recognition of one's own dignity. It has to start there. Um, I had to find inner peace and then identify areas in my life where I'm in denial, where I'm judgmental of others, where maybe I could not accept myself. And before I can honestly promote peace outside of myself, I have to promote peace within myself. That gives me the insight and empathy required to, you know, again, one of the quotes that gives me what's required to recognize and respect the dignity of each person live and teach love and compassion for all. It's something I've worked with on a daily basis through prayer and awareness. Thank you for sharing that, Anne. You know, we are always looking for examples of ways folks are living out the corporate stance so that, you know, we can inspire our listeners. Can you give an example of how you currently live out or have lived out gospel nonviolence and just peace specifically in your work in the Children's Medical Center. Sure. Um, And just as an aside, I've told my daughter how lucky I am to be paid to actually promote peace and nonviolence, to be able to live my passion. Um, I'm very fortunate to be in a position where I can affect change one person at a time. And it's just by being present, accepting and supporting children and families, 
especially during a time when they're emotionally and spiritually in crisis. Um, my experience has been that I'm often the first person these children voice abuse or trauma to. So the way I see it is I affect change by holding the space with these children and their caregivers. I want them to feel heard. I want them to feel believed. I want them to feel like they are in a non-judgmental environment where they can feel accepted at that moment in time. And sometimes it's maybe their first experience of being accepted and heard, which is always so sad to me to think that these people go through so many years without that. That is beautiful and, and powerful. And how rewarding to be part of something so personal for these people in need. Yes, um, I have to admit, it is difficult at times. Um, it can be difficult to be compassionate with parents. When I feel I'm working with children who have experienced abuse, I have to remind myself that the parents are acting out of their learned experience and their fear. The whole family needs healing, but sometimes parents think only the child needs to change or receive help. So I have to continually challenge myself to get out of the way, to allow God to work through me and to let go of my biases and, um, and to, like I said, just allow the spirit of God and the charism to take over. So I don't really see it as me as affecting change as much as allowing change to happen through me. Wow. I can only imagine how hard that is. But hopefully you do find that God helps a lot in these difficult situations. Yeah, we statistically, we know that abuse and violence happens in families and, and that sadly, children frequently are victims, victims of violence or they witnesses to violence, abuse and other crimes and, you know, even including domestic violence. It must be difficult to see how exposure to violence at a young age can harm a child's emotional, psychological, and, and even their physical development. So, Anne, how do you see violence affecting the lives of the children you see? You know, um, I think I'm just shocked to hear how much bullying goes on in the schools. And I think that's a major factor in the increase that we've had in suicidal ideation and eating disorders. I hear horrible stories about kids just saying to other kids, well, why don't you just go ahead and kill yourself then if you're depressed? Or, you know, just horrible I just can't believe that they don't, I don't think they understand the words they're using and how they affect other people. But I think the biggest issue is seeing children being exposed to social media, especially teens. They want a sense of belonging and they've been in timeout, what I consider for COVID, you know, they've been at home and they haven't been able to connect with other people. So they tend to seem to gravitate towards social media. And it's like, that's where they get their sense of belonging. If they don't find it at home or at school, they turn to social media where they watch violent videos or meet people who set them up for abuse and trafficking. And I see them come into the emergency room after those experiences and try and help them process some of the trauma that they experience just through social media. I can see social media playing a huge factor in that. It is truly scary to think how not feeling a sense of belonging can lead to something as horrible as abuse and trafficking. Well, and my next question is, what does gospel nonviolence and just peace mean to you as an associate? I think it means living a life like the congregation says, um, with the conviction that the world can be changed through transformation of persons, which, of course, is in your assent, the SSND Constitution, along with developing a world vision and a sense of global responsibility. Um, so I, I do see that as important is the transformation of persons and then developing that world peace and global responsibility. 
And it really sounds like that through your ministry and uh, you have that opportunity to be about the transformation of persons um, that that each person that you encounter, the, the young people, to help them to find a way forward, to help their parents to find a way forward also is really about the transformation of persons. And, you know, the second line that you spoke of from You Are Sent um, about the sense of global responsibility. You know, yes, we do see that we have a global responsibility. And um, for that reason, the corporate stance is broad. Um, It addresses not only the individual or the local needs, but also global issues of violence and war. So after reading the corporate stance, it says that SSD commits to various aspects of gospel nonviolence and just peace. In those challenges, um, what might be significant to you or what other commitment would you like to live out further for yourself, Anne? I think um, probably the biggest challenge for me would be advocating for others through political action. I have participated in some, you know, nonviolent local protests. I've done some volunteer work through the community, but I need to challenge myself to become more involved through communicating with political figures becoming involved in local action groups. Yeah, it's really important to communicate with our government leaders, um, not only at the local level, but at the national level. And, um, you know, finding a way to do that can can really be a challenge. So I, I hear what you're saying. And, you know, one of the ways that we as school sisters have tried to make it easier to be involved and to speak to our governmental leaders is through a tool called Voter Voice. Our Justice and Peace and Care of Creation staff, you know, they really help us to identify and research important issues through the Voter Voice. And it's it's a much easier way to take action. It's a way to connect with our U.S. senators and representatives. So um, I'm always grateful for that because the voter voice provides a prepared message to which I can add my own message. And it sure saves me the time it takes and the steps it takes to look up the email addresses each time for my government uh, officials from the, whether it be the president or um, a senator or a house of representatives. So that voter voice is really a great tool for that helps me to be about um, that challenge of connecting and doing political action. Yes, thank you for bringing up the voter voice tool. It can be found on the SSNDCP.org website under Get Involved Advocacy. Getting involved is so important, and doing that in any small way can make a difference. I encourage you and our listeners to find a way to be involved, a way you feel comfortable and know you will make some change. So, and how have you seen SSND practice gospel nonviolence and just peace? I think gospel nonviolence and just peace is ingrained in each individual sister, and that they exemplify this in their own unique way. And it I see it based on the gifts God has given them. They don't need to necessarily do it my way. Um, And I've had to learn that, that everybody has their own way of taking action. Um, But what I see in the Dallas area, because I spent quite a bit of time with the sisters in Dallas, they're involved in immigration and chaplaincy, um, teaching, fundraising. Um, They're involved in local advocacy groups. I see them making a difference one person at a time. I, I, I think they do everything that they can 
and are passionate about making sure that gospel nonviolence and just peace are a way of life for themselves and witnessing that to others. And I, too, I continue to be amazed at all that our sisters are doing, um, especially our elders, you know, that they really take the time to to be about advocacy using, actually using the voter voice tool and finding other ways to be about gospel, nonviolence, and just peace. And, and so often it's done in very quiet ways, but they are persistent, they are committed. And at the end of each episode, we like to think of ways to inspire our listeners to reflect or to give suggestions or specific ways to live out gospel nonviolence and just peace. Can you suggest to our listeners a way that they could live out this commitment? Sure, I think that's a wonderful idea. I believe any time we acknowledge another person, whether through work or through the checkout line at the grocery store, we are examples of gospel nonviolence and just peace. Some people are called to take political stance, but others, they just may help by allowing healing to take place one person at a time. That is perfect. Well, Anne, thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate what you have shared and the love and passion you have as an SSND associate. When we end our episodes this season, we have been reading the Peacemaker's Prayer. Would you mind reading it for us? Sure, I'd love to. Let us pray. O creative spirit of God, come, awaken our spirits to the call to be artisans of peace. Let us dream again. Let us hope again. Let us discover again courage, nonviolence, compassion. Let us discover again ways to help the oppressed, the suffering. Ways to create peace nonviolently. O creative spirit of God, strengthen our faith. Fill us with compassionate love. Make us true artisans of peace. Amen. Um, And I want to thank you all for having me today. No, thank you for taking the time to be with us. Um, You know, I can say for myself that I always enjoy these conversations. And it's wonderful to hear from an SSND associate and the many ways that you are living out the charism of the School Sisters of Notre Dame. So really, thank you very much, Anne. Thank you. Thank you so much, Anne, and thank you, Sister Anna-Marie. To learn more about our theme, Gospel, Nonviolence, and Just Peace, or how to become an associate, go to www.ssndcp.org and look under the tabs Advocacy or Become an Associate. Thank you for listening. To find out more about the School Sisters of Notre Dame, Central Pacific Province, visit our website at www.ssndcp.org. I hope you join us for our next conversation airing every other Wednesday. You can subscribe to our podcast through Apple Podcasts or listen on Spotify. Thank you for your support and have a wonderful day.